What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Peace, blessings, and opportunities. Happy Sunday. The start of a new week. New energy. New goals. New mind frame. There is no need to step into this new week with any worry, fear, or confusion, or frustration from the previous week. Better yet, it's never good to step into the next day with any of the previous frustration, fear, worry from the day before, as we should set the intention to start our day anew. It's interesting because I originally had a bunch of topics lined up, but it's funny how the universe works, it's funny how life works, and I was feeling called to really talk about vulnerability even though I had no intention on talking about that for weeks to come. But as I continue to listen to my higher self and be guided, that's something that I feel has been a common topic this week amongst me and my friends, amongst things that I see being posted, amongst what is going on in the universe with retrograde, the past full moon in Cancer, and Venus getting ready to wrap up its retrograde on the 29th. But if I'm being extremely vulnerable with you, I really had a lot of thought of not continuing my podcast. Um, You know, sometimes we go back and forth about what we're doing, that lower vibrational energy, that darkness, or how some people would say the devil, gets into your mind and tries to convince you that what you're doing is pointless or what you're doing is purposeless and that's also the ego the ego has a interesting way of getting in the way you know when your soul and your spirit is set on doing something good regardless of what it is the ego darkness the devil however you see it has a way of trying to convince you that you won't be successful or what you're doing is a waste of time or you know I was just in my mind about why am I wasting my time because I get frustrated in itself by trying to fulfill my purpose in life and trying to speak to people from communities that I'm from that I feel like just don't want to get it but I also feel like that's the ego. So who am I to say that people don't want to get it? It all ties back to being vulnerable and being vulnerable enough with yourself to want change. So I didn't allow that to, you know, take over my thoughts or take over my actions, just continue to persevere because I'm extremely grateful for the people that do continue to tap in and spin the block with me, the people that do continue to, you know, reach out to me and tell me that an episode had helped them or encouraged them or sparked a light in them or motivated them. So again, I'm grateful. And we all go through it. We absolutely all go through it because vulnerability is a state you know of emotional expression a lot of us 
are conditioned to believe that we need to live life the hard way in terms of our emotional expression. You know, when you're being vulnerable, you're living in the unknown. There's a level of uncertainty where you don't know what the outcome is of you being in that state of emotional expression. You know, a lot of times that hard body, tough guy, tough girl act is because you subconsciously fear being hurt or being rejected or being misled. You know, stepping into the unknown is a scary place. I'll be the first to admit it's a scary place. This is the first time in my life that I've been in a state of the unknown where I've let go of control, where I don't know what is happening next. I don't know where I'm being taken to because before it's always been about logic and order and structure. But part of healing and part of aligning with your highest good is letting go of control. So when I speak about vulnerability, it's letting go of the fear, the worry, the frustration, the anxiety of being emotionally expressive, however that may be. Even in relationships, whether it's intimate, friendships, relationship with yourself, family, being vulnerable, you know, you accept a form of emotional risk that comes with being completely open. You know, a lot of us want love or we want to be loved, but we don't put ourselves in the state to receive because subconsciously we fear we're unworthy or subconsciously things have happened in our childhood that created this notion that we are unworthy. So we have to be hard. We have to be tough. You can look around and see that a lot of nowadays, a lot of relations, however you look at it, always got to be who's the, the toughest, who's the strongest, who can outplay who. Trust me, I know. Back in my college days, I didn't want to do relationships. The hell? What I look like? And if ever somebody did like me, I cut them off instantly. But when I think about it now, the reason for that was fear. Fear of being hurt, fear of being rejected, fear of being abandoned, fear of being whatever that fear is to you. But it takes for you to do the work to understand what it is that you fear, what it is that your traumatic experiences have created in your thought process. Which goes back to the episode where I talked about trauma is stored in the body. In order to elevate, in order to experience a free flow of love, in order to live grounded live in unconditional love accept unconditional love you have to heal so when we think about vulnerability it's another form of healing so the hood got it backwards we think that being on guard and guarding ourselves and being tough and being a player or whatever it may be or being the big man on campus is strength but I'm here to tell you that it's actually a weakness when we embody those characteristics, we are weak. Weak in the mind, weak in the spirit. We are weak. But it also goes back to, again, I'm going to spin the block on Dr. Dispenza's book, that constant state of stress that we live in. Growing up, we are conditioned to live in stress, which further 
creates the fight or flight response to remain on. The only time we should be experiencing fight or flight is when we're in imminent danger. There's no reason to walk through life feeling on guard, looking at somebody like they're about to do something to you. Like You know what I'm talking about, whether it's female or male, whether it's family, like I'm about to let them get me. Nah, I'm about to be the one about to get God. Like we see it. We live it. I've lived it. Walking into parties or walking into a room or walking into a store, you see another person and you grill them because they grill you. That's being on guard. That's fight or flight response. And that fight or flight response always on contributes to a weaker immune system. It contributes to a unhealthy expression of genes. So yes, we are putting ourselves at a state of unhealthiness, unwellness, due to the fact that we were conditioned to be on guard. We are conditioned to believe that everybody's out to get us. So when I talk about vulnerability, it's being vulnerable with yourself, with others, with your friends. How many of us are vulnerable with our friends? You know how long it took for me to be able to express emotion to my friends? You know, we say we love our friends up and down, but we won't tell each other about ourselves. We won't check the negative behaviors that we project or the negative emotions that we're always talking about. We just back it up. We sit there and we let each other revel in negative energy, lower vibrational frequency. When's the last time you looked to your friend and was like, bro, like, leave it alone. Like, dead that. Nah, we encourage each other to continue to create bad habits, to continue to involve ourselves in cycles of trauma to inflict pain. Whether that's us inflicting pain or pain being inflicted on us because we know better. In our hearts, we all know better. We know when something's wrong. But it takes awareness. It takes vulnerability. How vulnerable are we with our family? Our parents? You know, a lot of people are afraid to speak up to their parents. And that's something that I had to learn to do. Because one of my favorite lines is, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you don't speak on how you feel, nobody's going to know. You're just going to carry this anger, this frustration, this animosity. Which further deteriorates the relationships with whoever you're trying to build with. Or whoever you're trying to communicate with. And then we get frustrated. One of the biggest things I always say is communicating how you feel is like a receipt because nobody could ever say that you never told them. I myself continue to learn this and continue to go through this as I elevate because interestingly enough, my mentor had tagged me in a meme yesterday that talked about, you know, everybody talks about the healing process, but nobody talks about how often you continue to die over and over in this process. It is a continuous growth. So every time you're leveling up, there's more to heal. There's more that comes to the surface. So being vulnerable with yourself is being in tune. It's being aware. It's being expressive. Speaking on how you feel. Speak your truth. That throat chakra, 
That's a real thing. But if we're not speaking, the energy is blocked. So back to being vulnerable with our parents, I see it all the time, especially us that grew up in the hood. We're so used to the yelling, the cussing, the it's my way or the highway. I'm the parent. I brought you in the world. I'll take you out. I'll say that again. But no, you're a human being. You're your own person. And it sucks that it takes for us to be 18, 20, 25, 30 to finally be able to speak up to our parents. This is something that needs to be invited as children. And, you know, I have a few friends that allow their kids to express their emotion, whether they're angry, whether they're sad, mad. And then the parents take responsibility and accountability for creating some type of emotion in their child, but also allow the child to be accountable for their emotional expression. We're not used to this. And then we wonder why we grew up with this cycle of anger and lack of healthy expression. And I'm going to talk about my own personal cycle of anger. When I was in high school, damn near 11 years ago, Wow, not even 11 years ago. Excuse me, I graduated like 11 years ago. When I was in high school, sheesh, whatever. I never felt safe communicating my emotion to friends, to my family, to anybody. I always believed that emotional expression created weakness. And when I felt weak, I got angry. And again, everything is energy. Anger is not meant to stay in the body so by nature you have to express it and what do we always do we explode we throw something we punch something we take it out on people and now we're enslaved to this cycle now I'm not going to sit here and tell you anger is a negative emotion because it's not anger is a healthy emotion when it's expressed healthily Like screaming into a pillow, screaming at the top of your lungs in the car, doing boxing, going to the gym, whatever it is that you can get that energy out in a healthy way, that's okay. But the cycle of anger that we enslave ourselves to is not. Again, with that thoughts, feelings, emotion cycle, you have a thought, which for me, the thought of being weak Or the thought of being vulnerable made me weak. The emotion of anger came on, came about. So then I was feeling like I had to release that anger. It's so important that we start to break these cycles, especially in the hood, because we got it backwards. Even when it comes to unnecessary drama, like... What does it take for you to walk away? Because that's actually more strength. That's actually more power. Walking away. Not engaging yourself in lower level vibration. I know way too many people who think they're the big dog on campus because they know how to fight. Okay. And what else do you have going for yourself? You know how to fight. Cool. A lot of people do. What else do you have going? Because at some point in your life, that skill you think you have is going to put you in positions 
that set your future back. You're going to be in your 20s and your 30s fighting. Now you got a record. Now you can't get a job. Now you, whatever it may be. Or now you can't hold a job because all you want to do is fight. It don't make no sense. And I'm not here to blame anybody. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm just here to shed light because this is something that we are conditioned to believe. We could talk about with relationships. One of the greatest things that my godmother had said to me was, you teach people how to treat you. You know, we have these relationships where men and women, you know, we got to play this game. Like, all right, you're going to do this. I'm going to do this. Trust me, I've been there, done that, wore the T-shirt, got the trophy. I used to think I was a Mac. But what we don't realize is that we really do teach people how to treat us. If we're dealing with somebody or we're talking to somebody and we feel like, they're not doing what we would like for them to do and we hold on to that we don't express that now it's like well I ain't gonna do what you want me to do and now it's this back and forth game this negative lower vibrational energy where nothing's getting done and then you end up in these toxic relationships whether you stay in them or not you still find yourself in these cycles of relationships because you teach people how to treat you if you're dealing with somebody and I don't mean to say dealing in a way of just like dealing I meant like if you're talking to somebody you're with somebody whatever it may be and you're expressing your emotion that's that receipt so now when you feel it's time for you to walk away you know that you've communicated everything that you could say expression is key being vulnerable is key being vulnerable again is not a weakness it is a strength because it takes so much power to be truthful with yourself and to be truthful with the people around you regardless you are not responsible and I'm gonna say this right now you are not responsible for how anybody takes how you feel when you're communicating how you feel it should be done in a healthy way with I feel statements I feel like you don't listen to me. I feel like you don't love me. I feel like you have done this, that. You don't have to talk to people aggressively, be like, you don't get it. You don't get me. Like, it's all your fault. You don't have to do that. But if you're speaking from a place of how you feel, you're not wrong. And you're not responsible for how the other person reacts, whether it's friends, relationships, family. And I say that because, like I said, it took for me to be in my adult years to really be able to express my emotion to my parents. You know, I mentioned in the episode before that I spent my childhood with my father in prison. That created abandonment issues in me. That made me angry. That made me look at, excuse me, look at relationships very differently. And when he finally did get out, we tried to build a relationship, but there was no compatibility. There was no, and I say compatibility where I mean like there was no ground. There was no foundation for that relationship. But I never spoke on it. I continued to chuck it under the rug. 
but it created anger in myself. How can this be? How can he be away from his kid for this long and not blah, blah, blah? That's me creating. I'm creating false realities. I'm creating stories in my head. I'm creating scenarios. But it took for me to be vulnerable and express how I felt. For it to open up a door for him to be vulnerable and express how he felt. And I promise you now the relationship that I have with him is amazing and I am grateful vulnerability is strength even with my mom you know our parents sometimes they don't like to they don't like to hear anything that makes them feel they weren't a good parent and that's where I say you're not responsible for how anybody feels except for yourself my mom was a great mom most of our mothers and fathers were young they had us young my mother was a great mother Hell, she had three kids by the time she was, I think, 21 or 22. Me? Never. Blessed. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Me, I have no patience. So I look at her and I see strength. My mom always had multiple jobs, always holding down the fort. Like, I see strength. But I also realized that our parents had childhoods. They had dreams, wishes that maybe they never got to fulfill. Or even they were conditioned in their childhood to be certain ways or to express emotion in certain ways or the lack thereof expression. So when I say something, well, in the past, when I would say something, it would stir up emotion because, you know, some people believe that you're judging their parenting or judging who they were or no, that's not the case. I just need you to know that this was happening I recognize this and I'm expressing it so that you could be aware of it also and now it's to the point where I feel like I can openly communicate with my parents I can openly express how I feel but again not everybody is going to be receptive to how you feel and that is okay but guess what You have the power to walk away from anybody or anything that serves you no good. None of us are trapped. None of us are enslaved to relationships. When you realize you have the power to walk away from anything and anyone, you become unstoppable. That could be a job. That could be a family member. That could be a friend. That could be your partner. Where we become enslaved is where we start to think that this is it. There's no hope. No one else will want me. These are my parents, so it's, it's acceptable. I'll never find another job. That's when we start to become prisoners to our own world. And I'm here to tell you that you have the power. You can walk away from anything and anyone again. Courage over comfort is the way. And I I'd, uh, excuse me, I strongly advise if you're interested in shows and TED Talks, definitely check out Courage Over Comfort by Brene Brown. That was one of the most eye-opening TED Talks that I've ever seen in my life. Because again, when you choose comfort, you're enslaving yourself to a limited reality, a limited mind state limited emotional expression, limited beliefs. 
But when you choose courage and you walk in that unknown, you're choosing vulnerability. You're choosing strength. You're choosing you. So I'm going to say it one more time. Vulnerability equals strength. And it's not something you learn to do overnight. Like I said, there's levels to everything. There is a scale to everything. Or should I say a cascade to everything? There's highs, there's lows. But the highs outweigh the lows. The lows are the teaching moments. Be vulnerable with yourself. Express how you feel. Be vulnerable with the people around you in a healthy way. Because again, when we start to express negatively, we project. We project our emotions onto people. And then it's really not going to be good when you're trying to communicate. But speak from those I feel. Empower yourself. And know that you can walk away from anything and anyone. So I truly hope that this helps someone and this inspires someone to really start to peel back the layers and really start to dive deep into themselves and figure out what it is that you want out of your relationships, what it is that you want out of yourself. Be vulnerable. And as always, I hope you continue to spin the block with me as we go from good health to good health. Peace, blessings, and opportunities, y'all.